Set summer in motion with the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CRV and Accord, with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CRV Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. You're now tuned in to Spill the Tea with Sneha. Gear up for a fun ride with your favorite stars. <gasps> oh my God, is that Malai from Naturals? <gasps> no, that's Malai flavor. That's my childhood. Okay, wait, I can tell. Oh God, mom wouldn't let me wax. <laughs> so I still had a mustache. I've shot a People magazine cover with a full-blown muchi. And like, hair on my... It was very... It was a very... It reminded me of a dark time in my life. <laughs> oh, that's what everyone used to ask me. For as long as I can remember. So you're training to become an actor now. So when are you starting? Oh, if you want to become an actor, you can't sit like that. You can't eat like, like And I was like, screw you. Janvi, welcome to Film Companion. Thank My show is called Spill the Tea. And this is actually the first time I'm getting to sit across yeah. from you, which is already all the more special for me because um, I'm excited. But I'm also suddenly reminded of the fact that I feel very old because though I haven't sat across from you, the first time I saw you was 10 years ago at the launch of the People magazine cover. Oh no! Oh wait, I think I remember <laughs> you vaguely. You were with your mom and sister. Oh no. That was such a sad time in my life of just like appearance. It was just so tragic. I don't think mom wouldn't let me wax, so I still had a mustache. I've shot a People magazine cover with a full-blown muchi and like hair on my. It was very. It was a very. It reminded me of a dark time in my life. But well, no. But I remember very clearly that this was ten years ago, and the media asked you then, of course, whether you wanted to grow up and become an actor. And you actually tell them that you were still dabbling between unicorn and spy. You were totally yanking our case, right? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. Even then, I was just like, I'm going to screw with these people. <laughs> but I actually thought about that because I knew, I knew that I'd be asked these questions. And um, and fun fact, I actually I think even played up the. Um, I don't know if English may part the curse like that. I don't know if I'm going to school. Please don't let her talk in Hindi. Because I keep bullying her. I'm going to your mom did a pretty accurate uh, Im impression of yeah, you as well. Yeah, my Hindi wasn't great, but I like overdid it at that press conference because uh, I was so sick of people asking me, "Do you want to become an Grooming chalu hai na, actress ban rahi na tum. And like, mom never wanted me to become an actor, and I really wasn't. I th I always wanted to, but it would like hurt my ego. That like, why do you just think that I'll become one? Like, I like, I don't know. It was this weird rebel in me. Okay, no, you don't know me that well. What if I become like a, a unicorn? <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I don't know what I was going for. I thought I was being like quirky and funny. You also said archaeologist, huh? Just saying. You really crazy. thought this through? I know I did. I thought it through. I was like, I need to give them everything. I need to give them like. Um, 
just like mentally questionable young girl to like, oh, she might be intellectual also. Like, let me just give it all. No, but when you said that you knew that they would ask, how did you know? Or did the because, conversation no, at home prepare you for it? No, that's what everyone used to ask me. For as long as I can remember. So you're training to become an actor now. So when are you starting? Oh, if you want to become an actor, you can't sit like that. You can't eat like, like And I was like, screw you. Wow. I mean, no, I didn't, I, I wasn't that mean, but I thought it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coming to Millie and picking up from the trailer. If I were to open your freezer mm -hmm. and I know how much you love a good meal, what would I find in your freezer? Lots of ice cream, lots of cheesecake, um, goju chung, that like Korean spicy mm -hmm. sauce, mm -hmm. uh, lots of that, lots and lots of cheese. You really do like yeah. your cheese. I, wait, is this, it, I literally like cheese. Because these days cheese means something else, but cheese. You mentioned ice cream mm -hmm. and I come armed. So I'm going to just pull out this little tub of ice cream. There are a bunch of flavors, no. but the trick is that you're going to have to sample it and tell me what flavor it I is. I can't, I'm on keto. Okay, so I'm just going to sit here and you're going to watch me I, Can eat. I smell it? I can maybe smell and tell you. you. Oh, smell and tell. I'm this very sharp test. with my ice cream. So. And I, I would have cheated on my diet, but I'm starting shoot soon and my director might... Okay, smell and tell. This is... Uh, <gasps> oh my god, is that Malai from Naturals? <gasps> no, that's Malai flavor. That's my childhood. Okay, wait, I can tell. Oh god, this is definitely Mal... This is coconut. <laughs> yes. I want to say... Chiku? Mm-hmm. It's Chiku? Is that Chiku? This is Malai. It's so hard for me to put down this cup. I think this is Sita Fal just by the looks of it. I can't tell what this is. Is it Sita Fal? No. I don't know. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Okay, so, well. Can you eat the Malai ice cream? Are you sure? Because yeah, I feel very sadistic now. No, please. But I'm taking one for the team. Yeah, do okay? it. Okay? This is what. Oh man. Oh my god, oh my god. Cheers. Oh my god. It's so good. Have you ever tried the watermelon flavor? Yeah. It's yeah. banging. It's too good. Yeah. No, no. This is this is amazing. But <sighs> it's so hard for me. <laughs> Can someone take it away, please? Mm -hmm. I can't watch you. Thank you. But I'm acting like an addict. <laughs> you clearly know your ice cream. I do. Well done. What was the other flavor that I couldn't guess? Kaju Kishmish. Mm, yeah, I don't like this Kishmish stuff. <laughs> That's why I threw it in there. It was a trick. It was the googly. Okay. But coming back to Millie, and of course, apart from the freezer talk, it really essentially at the core is the story of the human will and mm. the will to survive. And if I were to draw a parallel to the film industry, because of course we know it is the survival of the fittest. Literally. Literally. What do you think is an actor's biggest superpower? 
You know, the thing is, um, there are two things, right, that I firmly believe and I've come to this realization fairly recently. I think there's a misconception that a lot of actors live with and a lot of people in the audience live with is that an actor's job is to pretend. Hmm. An actor's job is actually to tell the truth, I think, and to find the truth in every moment. And uh, a consequence and a requirement for that is to be truthful in your real life. Even in a film companion interview, even in um, while doing your prep work or anything. So I think truth is at the foundation of it. And I think the other thing is, I think somewhere down the line, um, our job is to give audiences an experience and to entertain people and to move them with our work. And I think that's where it starts. And I think some people somehow lose track of that and make it about themselves, whether it's monetarily, monetarily or about their vanity or about their ego. Um, but really, it's entertainment is still a public service at first. So your intention as an actor should always be to serve the people and mm. give them an experience and mm. hopefully go, grow through that. Mm. Um, and I think these two things are uh, the pillars of the foundation that um, I've laid for myself at least with this profession. Well, but to an extent does explain where I'm going with my next question. I was going through your filmography and it made me wonder whether you're oddly attracted to scripts that are just really tough to shoot. Hear me out, whether it's Kunjan Saxena or Millie or Ruhi or literally any script that I pulled out, saw you just looking like battered and bruised and just crying so well. But the, your Instagram game is a whole other you. What, what is the dichotomy there? I think there's an inherent duality to my personality, but more than that, I, I think I've always lived with this complex of being um, privileged and therefore uh, not deserving of the opportunities that I've gotten. And so in my head, the way I can justify everything I've gotten in life to myself like is pain. to like, yeah, is to like really ensure that like I'm crying, sweating, bleeding, dying on set every day. So I know I'm laughing, but is this somewhere? No, really it's, it's a problem. Like my therapist said, you need to like chill out. Like you don't need to like bleed for your yeah. art. Yeah, you know the thing is, I actually, I think I was, was speaking to Ranveer about it or someone about, it, and I said that unless I feel like, because I got a few scratches one day trying to do some dance mm -hmm. and. Yeah, and Ranveer, I think, was feeling bad about it. And I was like, it's okay. Every time I get hurt on a shoot, it's a sign that it's going well. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, no, I feel like I've done some work. And he was like, that's really messed up. Like, don't think like that. Because, um, I, I don't know, it's just I need to work on my wiring, I guess. <laughs> but, but is that changing with time? Because I also know and have watched you say that you're now in the mind space of discovering you for you and kind of separating the perception of what people have of Chanvi yeah. Kapoor. What is the biggest misconception of being you? The biggest misconception of being me, I think, is that... Um, the biggest misconception about being me is that I've... that everything's easy, or everything's been easy. I, I don't know, I, I actually don't know what people think of me, really. I feel like I'm one of those few people that even people don't know what they think of me. I think they are also confused. I think they've tried very hard to put me in that like bimbo, uh, privileged 
uh, bracket. Sure. And I think I must have helped them with some of the random stupid things I've said in interviews. But then there's also people who are, I think, a little thrown off with my choices in films. And uh, some of them might find it hard to accept, but I think maybe a, a section of people have even liked what I've done in films. So I think they're just confused. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm so that's a fun space to keep them I in, right? I think so. I mean, that's how it started out at the People magazine conference. Like, with the my unicorn. agenda is to throw you off. So I'm and winning. 10 years in, <laughs> yeah. your game is still on point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. No, but um, when you do a film like Millie, of course, as an actor, when you read a script, you expect that it will tick a box or multiple boxes. What did, what was it with Millie? Like, what were the boxes that you were looking to check off? I, uh, honestly, nothing. Because every time a film is offered to me or I go into a narration, um, I keep thinking, okay, now I'm I'm done with the crying. I'm done with the extensive prep and you the physical cry hardship. Like, yeah, I could not. I don't want to do I it now. I feel like I, I've made it a joke, but it's actually like it takes a lot. Um, yeah, so every time I've gone into some uh, narration, I've always thought that abhi nahi rongi, abhi kuch thoda asan, thoda happy pick kar lungi, jo asani se ho jayega. Yeah, you know, that was where I was going with that question on be- but, looking battered and bruised. Does the YRF Dharma heroine template not entice you at all? It does entice me. I'm trust me. I'm lo- I'm dying to do a comedy. I'm dying to do that like nakra, nok joke, that like a heroine does. I've grown up watching that. I, I love it. And I actually think that I'm, I think that I'm good at it. I think it comes more naturally to me than most other things do. But, but then when I read a script or I watch a film that feels like an opportunity that will allow me to push myself and grow and something that scares me. Um, how to say no? How do I say no? Why? Like my job is to be an actor, na? And yeah, and to like give people an experience that they weren't expecting that I was an ex- the, the amount that I've learned and grown through Millie. I learned how to ride a chopper for Gunja and I'm learning how to play cricket, a whole sport for Mr. and Mrs. Mahi. So what if I dislocated two shoulders in the process? Like, they're all stories that I can tell my kids one day and hopefully I'll be remembered for it. Hopefully. You know, when I listen to you talk, there is this curiosity and innocence that is very evident, which I feel like your mom also had, even when she was the mother of two kids. <laughs> but I'm also reminded that she lived in a far simpler world. Yeah. Do you have to work a little bit harder to preserve that? Or does having a team that's as light-spirited as you kind of help? Because you guys have your Instagram game <laughs> on. Yeah, I, I like surrounding myself with people that I respect whose values I think are similar to mine, who um, who look at me as me and not as, as I don't know, as, as, as whoever that might be. Um, I think I value normalcy a lot and, uh, and like real genuine equations and relations and that's how it always has been. But I think this preservation of innocence that you're talking about, I think that's extremely hard in today's day and age and in this industry specifically. But I think it takes a great amount of courage and I think that my parents have always um, taught me to look at the brighter side, even if it might be the stupider side, because at least then 
I mean, if you look at the world through rose-tinted glasses, that's what it'll be for you. You know? How do you identify normalcy? How do you know that someone's with you for you and... Mm. Not the fact that one tag from you can get them a thousand followers. I don't know. Is that how it works? Oh, when people can be real with me, I think. When they can tell me to sh like shut the fuck up if I'm talking shit or like... You have these people. Yes, and you. I think it's very important. Of course, but as actors, how often, right? I, I value that more than someone who's like... Yes, ma'am. Blowing like, hot air up your ass. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't... I think I've seen that sometimes in other people's circles and... And that's always scared me because I think one thing that scared me the most um, being in the vicinity of, of famous people, I guess, is that it's very easy to become delusional. Because that no matter how big or small you are, there are enough people to tell you that you're the coolest in the world. So how do you have objectivity? Like you're so small and insignificant in the scheme of things. Yeah. Um, and you should just remember that. <laughs> You know, I said at the start that the show is called Spill the Tea. So why don't you spill some tea and tell your fans three things. This is part of the exercise of okay. people seeing you for this who you like are. This is like a therapy session. <laughs> I take that as a compliment. <laughs> no, but tell me three things that you'd really like your fans to know about you, from you. You know, I feel like I'm in a relationship with my fans. Just like, I, I don't know what it means, but I just feel... Like, I don't want to be distracted by anything because everything that I want to do is for them, to make them proud and to make them That's happy. That's a love story. It is a love story. It's yeah. such, and it's the most genuine love story of my life, my love affair with my fans. You know, this clip is going to get, like, culled out and... <laughs> really? Yeah, but I, I, no, but it's true because they've stood by me and everything I'm doing is to just make them so happy and make them proud and I like honestly I love them and um, and I hope that they keep growing in numbers uh, so that's one thing that I'd like to tell them um, another thing I'd like to spill the tea about is oh I a lot of them have been saying they want to see me do a conventional commercial film and if you guys pray hard oh. enough hopefully soon you heard it first <laughs> on um, and the third thing is, uh, the third Let's thing talk about normalcy. I think that's some, a part of you that they'd like to know more about. What's the most normal thing you do? The most normal thing? Are you I the do? one telling the cook ki aaj khane mein kya? Yeah, yeah, of course. Khane mein kya chahiye voice notes mein I keep sending him like recipes from Instagram ki aaj ye banao please. Like this gochujang I got off Instagram, some like Korean noodle recipe and he's been making it for me all the time. Love it, yeah. love it. You know, your sister is up for her debut and of course she's going to make her own share of mistakes and the journey is going to be hers. But I'm curious to know, just by virtue of having you at home, what are like two mistakes that you can safely say that she could avoid because you did? <sighs> Don't date an actor. Um, That's a big one. Yeah, just because I think the kind of girls me and her are, um, I just think it would be better. <laughs> In everyone's best interest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, and uh, know your worth. Know that you do have something to offer, despite what faceless people on Instagram might say. You spent a lot of time coming, yeah. getting there, right? Yeah, getting out of that. I mean, like, 
Zoya's not gaining that much. I mean, she auditioned, whatever, that's her battle to fight. But um, just, I'd want her to know that she brings a lot to the table, more than just her pedigree. Yeah, yeah. And finally, before I let you go, since the tagline of the film is dying to survive, fill in the blanks for me. Janvi Kapoor is dying to survive too. Dying to survive too. Can I just say I'm dying to survive promotions? <laughs> because I suck at promoting films. I beg to disagree. I'm so bad at it. I just want to like sit at home or like be on a film set. Like I want to shoot the film and then that's it. Like this talking about oh my craft and the pain that I went through and like it's just it's too much. <laughs> I did tell you off camera that I really enjoy watching your interviews and I'll put it on record that really you are one of the nicer people to interview Thank today you. because you listen to the question Thank and that makes the world of difference. Thank you, that's so sweet. Thank you so much for Thank chatting with me. me. I had fun. <laughs> me too. Hi guys, this is Janvi Kapoor and if you enjoy Spill the Tea with Sneha as much as I enjoy ice cream, then please subscribe to Film Companion. Thank you for listening to the Film Companion podcast. Stay tuned for more reviews, interviews and all that's hot and happening in pop culture and entertainment.